His Love Christian Fellowship is excited to share this podcast with you. We hope you enjoy this message. Kind of have a title, but I don't know if it's a, a good one. But it's uh, plant seeds that you want to harvest. You have a choice of what you plant. So think about what you want your harvest to be. I had a, uh, I read a quote a couple months ago, and it was by, Chris Valaton did it, but it, he wasn't, he was quoting somebody else, Dan McCollum, I don't know who that is, but, but the quote stuck with me, and it says, any place where you don't know your identity, the devil has authority, and it hit me, and you know how some things will hit you, and you chew on them, and you chew on them, and I was praying over it, I was like, Lord, show me, show me what you're saying here, show me where I I'm not lined up right where I don't know. And so as I was praying about it, he kind of put it in words for me. And he was saying, whatever you believe about yourself has authority. Whatever you believe about yourself is your identity. And whatever you believe about yourself has authority. So, (laughs) like it or not, whether it's complete truth and lines up with the word of God or not, your perception is your reality. And if your reality, if your perception (laughs) has got negative things in it, then you need to change it. And the way we change our perception is by going to the truth. We go to the Lord, we go to the scriptures, and we find out what it actually says to us, for us, about us, about God. And that's how we chew on the scriptures, and that that is how we change our perception, and that is how we change our reality. So this negative fast that we've been on has uh, highlighted all kinds of... um, (laughs) negative thoughts in my mind (laughs) so I found myself not talking as much trying not to think as much (laughs) it's easier to sometimes to get your mouth quiet and sometimes it's harder with your mind and um, that's where the scriptures come in so handy because when your mind won't shut off and you don't know how to combat the negative going on you start declaring a scripture and, and reading a scripture out loud and speaking it out loud and it starts changing your mind patterns and um but through this, uh, I, I was reading because I'm, you know, I'm reading, finding these scriptures and stuff to stand on, and I found James one twenty six, and all of mine are the Passion translation, so maybe it's not quite as anointed as Tony's, <laughs> but <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but this, as I was reading this one, this one hit me um, hard, and it says, if someone believes they have a relationship with God but they fail to guard their words, then their heart is drifting away and his religion is shallow and empty. It's like, wow, it's important to you, Lord, that we guard our words. (laughs) And so I was praying about that because I'm like, oh, this seems like heavy. And um, this is what I got out of it. But I think guarding our words, this is the way I was taken, but guarding our words is referring to the negativity. The negativity takes us farther away from the Lord because it's taken us farther away from the truth of who the Lord is. Relationship requires us to know each other. So our relationship with the Lord requires us to get to know him better. So when the negative thoughts are coming in, we're actually, and we're believing him, we're not knowing him as well. Um, So all this is tying in. I feel like I have snippets. Um, But, um, (laughs) thank you. 
about a month and a half ago, and I do have a testimony too in this, which is really cool. That's why I didn't get up and share today. But um, about a month and a half ago, um, I was asked to help lead in the school ministry, um, one the dance group. And um, I was excited. <laughs> I love to dance. Like, oh, yes, that'll be so much fun. I'll do it. And I love to do it. And you get in there and do it. And we're in our group and getting everything planned out. And <laughs> because it's in the program, it's like, well, we've got to figure out what we're going to wear. So we're figuring out how to dress appropriately. Well, I'm, I'm dancing with a bunch of really thin little people. <laughs> And so my outfit looks different than their outfit. And um, like, okay, well, black. Black's a good color. Let's do black T-shirts. Let's do black pants. And so then we decided to look for um, ballet skirts to go <coughs> over our pants. And um, I was still good with it until I started looking at ballet skirts. And all of a sudden, you know, you get warfare. And it's like, whoa, <laughs> I don't have a ballerina body. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> I mean, it was just like, okay. And so <laughs> the warfare just kind of started, and I'm trying to battle it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, Lord, please help me. It doesn't matter what I look like. You love when I worship. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. You care about my heart. And, but, you know, these things are coming at me. And so <laughs> I was just trying to, to praise through it and not pay attention to it um, because I knew that the Lord had created me to be a creative worshiper. I, I did know that because I love to worship. I, I love, I love to move. I, you know, I connect with the Lord. I, I love that. Something in me comes alive when I do it. I'm like, Lord, okay, this is part of who you've made me. This is part of my identity in you. I love to do this for you. And you love when I do it. Help me to overcome this. And I didn't, I wasn't knowing how. And so I, let me see, I'm trying to find my scriptures. Okay, so I make scriptures aren't there. Okay, here they are. Um, okay, so for me, this um, this whole body thing was that it, it was a big warfare place for me because um, although we've had you know everybody has multiple battles in your life, um, infirmity for me has probably been my biggest battle, and I've been gaining victory years I mean continual victory and and I know I still have more that's coming um, but the weight part of all of it <laughs> has probably been the hardest cross to bear <laughs> um, it's something that I've learned to praise through you know you get the mysteries sorry you get the mysteries of God and the mysteries of God are things that you don't understand things you can't change things you can't make look the way you want and, and stuff, but yet at the same time you still know he's good and he's in charge, right? And so I've got these mysteries. No matter what I do, I can't change this. But you're still good and you still love me. Help me walk through this to where I'm constantly praising you. And so the scriptures that I have, 2 Corinthians 4.15 says, yes, all things work for your enrichment so that the more of God's marvelous grace will spread to more and more people, resulting in an even greater increase of praise to God, bringing him even more glory. And the next scripture is 1 Thessalonians 5.18, and it says, And in the midst of everything, be always giving thanks, for this is God's perfect plan for you in Christ Jesus. 
So here I was, I was practicing these scriptures. I was thanking him. I was thanking him for my circumstances. I was thanking him and trying. And at the same time, you know, when you get words, like I had had a word from the Lord over 11 years ago now, telling me he, about my healing that he was bringing to me. And that you've probably heard it because it's like I tell it all the time. But, but he had told me that he was bringing wholeness to me. And the, the last piece of my wholeness was going to be my weight. And I'm like, yes, wholeness. <laughs> yes, wholeness. <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm on this journey. And yet I would like the first piece to be what he said was going to be the last piece. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to get there. And so I'm just thanking him. I, I'd come to the point where I was... I was thanking him, and I started really thanking him for my circumstance of where I was with with my weight and with everything going on. And in the middle of that, I did not realize what I was doing because I'm going the whole time, God, I'm thanking you. I don't know if you can ever really change my heart and I can never really be happy for where I'm at and what I look like, but I'm going to say it, and I'm going to say it, and I'm going to say it because I know you're good, and I don't know how to change my heart. (laughs) I did not realize the whole time I was doing it. He he started showing me. As you start thanking him and you're praising him, your words and this thanksgiving are seeds of faith. These things are seeds that you're constantly throwing out. And so every time I was thanking him, God, I thank you for my body today. Lord, I thank you for my metabolism. I thank you that I'm overweight. I don't even care because you love me like this. And I thank you and I'm doing all these things. And Every time I was sowing seeds in my own heart to be able to truly be thankful for where I'm at. And um, so I didn't know all this was going on. (laughs) I had a conversation a couple weeks ago with a lady I don't talk to very often. And she's talking, sharing some stuff with me. And all of a sudden, this overwhelming compassion for this woman came over me. And I'm just listening to her. You know, I didn't, sometimes all you can do is listen. I didn't have an opening to share at all. But I'm listening to her, and she's sharing. And all of a sudden, (laughs) I'm saying to myself, Lord, thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you so much for this issue of weight I've had to deal with. Thank you for these things. You've brought so much freedom in my life because I've not had quick, easy answers, and I've had to search after you, and I've had to search after things to help. You have brought so much freedom and healing and wholeness already, and I'm not even done, but already he's done this, and I was just like, thank you, God, because I'm listening to her, and I'm thinking, how can I help her? How can I pray for her? You know, and it was just like, Lord, you've done so much good for me already because of what I've walked, and I mean, I get, I got through that thing And I was in awe because in all honesty, I never thought I would ever (laughs) accidentally say, (laughs) thank you, Jesus, for these issues I'm walking through. I mean, not, not truly. And I was like, so then here I am alone with the Lord and I'm just, I'm an amazement. I'm like, oh my gosh, Lord, you did something. You changed my heart. How did you change my heart? I am thankful. I don't care as much. I mean, all these things, because at this point, (laughs) with the whole dance stuff I'm going <laughs> should I even be dancing with them what if I just teach them and I can sit back at the side and <laughs> you know I, I mean you're just dealing you're trying to figure out how to walk it but you're just you're you're dealing and um and it was all of a sudden I was asking the Lord I'm like how did you change my heart how did you do it and um I felt like he said and he started giving me scriptures um 
reaping. Okay, so so the sowing and the reaping is what he started bringing to my mind. Our words of thanksgiving and praise are like the seeds. 2 Corinthians 9.6 says, A stingy sower will reap a meager harvest, but the one who sows from a generous spirit will reap an abundant harvest. And then Mark 4.26-29 says, Jesus also told them this parable. God's kingdom realm is like someone spreading seed on the ground. He goes to bed and he gets up day after day, but the seeds sprout and they grow tall, though he knows not how. And all by itself it sprouts and the soil produces a crop, the green stem and then the head on the stalk, and then the fully developed grain of head, grain in the head. Then when the grain is ripe, he immediately puts the sickle to the grain because the to harvest time has come. We have a choice with our words to sow the seeds that we want to harvest. All of a sudden, I was like, Lord, that's how you did it. It was through praise and it was through thanksgiving. And it was about every circumstance. That circumstance was not my identity and it is not my identity. That circumstance is something in my life that I need to praise the Lord for. But honestly, it has nothing to do with me because my circumstance does not change the way the Lord thinks about me at all. And that was one of the things. And I think because I've dealt with it, you know, with finances, we walk through things and, you know, we walk through sin. We lost a house with foreclosure. And so then you walk through these things that you created. (laughs) You did. It's this is sin. And then you've got this circumstance in your life that sometimes is hard to overcome and understanding the forgiveness of the Lord and then him actually forgetting it and that it's not in some and sometimes you still have you still have consequences you have to walk through but it doesn't change the way he thinks about you it doesn't change the way he feels about you it doesn't change your identity and he was he was really separating identity from um, circumstances for me and then you get circumstances that no matter what you want to do are just there in your life. It's, it's just life. It's a circumstance. It's there. And you're not going to change it. But that circumstance of your life does not decide how much he loves you, doesn't decide how proud he is of you. It doesn't decide anything like that. That You're a daughter or you're a son of the king, and he absolutely loves you more than you can ever imagine. And he wants to help you through it. Um, let me see. Um, Okay, and then what I want to do, one of the things I realized, and I will be dancing next Sunday (laughs) in a ballet skirt (laughs) with long black pants, (laughs) but but one of the things that happened when the Lord started bringing, because he started bringing wholeness and healing in me, and one of the things that when I started realizing that was there, he broke off, sometimes the circumstances bring the shame, sometimes they bring, you know, embarrassment, they bring whatever they bring, they bring a bunch of yucky stuff, but he started breaking that circumstance off of me, and I had so much joy again, I was actually excited, I was like, oh yay, I get to do this, (laughs) because I, I do get to do it, and, um, so, as those lies break off, the joy was flooding in. I mean, it was much easier to be joyful. Um, but I want to read um, Psalms 139, and I want to read 13 through 18, um, because this is, this describes part, just part, but it describes part of our identity and who we are in the Lord. And it, it doesn't have any circumstances in it. It's just who we are. And so I would like everybody 
if you can, I know there's little ones, but to close your eyes as I read this and see if this matches up and see if you believe this for yourself. It says, you formed me, my innermost being, shaping my delicate inside and my intricate outside and wove them all together in my mother's womb. I thank you, God, for making me so mysteriously complex. <laughs> Everything you do is marvelously breathtaking. It simply amazes me to think about it. How thoroughly you know me, Lord. You even formed every bone in my body when you created me in this secret place, carefully, skillfully shaping me from nothing to something. You saw who you created me to be before I became me. Before I'd even seen the light of day, the number of days you planned for me are already recorded in your book. Every single moment, you are thinking of me. How precious and wonderful to consider that you cherish me constantly in your every thought. Oh God, your desires towards me are more than the grains of the sand on every shore. When I wake each morning, you are still with me. So now my challenge is, I know we were on a negative fast, and I've told the Lord my negative fast, like, Lord, I don't want it to be a fast. I want it to be a lifestyle. I, I don't want this to end because I need it <laughs> to be out of my life <laughs> because I want to see him more clearly. I want to know who I am more clearly. And if we're battling negative thoughts at all, they are not him. And we need to find out and search out why they're there and what the truth says about us. I challenge you <laughs> to make the negative fast a lifestyle and not to turn back. So he has good for us. Isn't she amazing? It's fun watching her go on these little journeys with herself sometimes. <clears throat> um, it can be challenging too. So it's um, always rewarding though. Um, the Lord's good because I she kicked me out of our room yesterday while I was trying to get ready, by the way. Made me go downstairs with the kids while she preached to herself um so well, I was a little wondering how this is all going to tie in but it's going to tie in wonderfully so um we have an awesome body that is completely full of stories just like that where we have had to take time and we've had to get these negative words out and we've had to have these battles with how we feel about ourselves and you know the mindsets that we have over ourselves and all that kind of stuff I mean we have a body chock full of it and so I've been praying about sharing for a couple of weeks, and I kept getting, Mike and Greg kept coming to my mind, Mike Persinger and Greg Woodruff, and I'm not sure how that registers with anybody else, but I'm supposed to be thinking about Jesus when I'm getting ready for <laughs> speaking, and um, well, thanks to 
Mike and Greg, I have a laundry list of do's and don'ts. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, so I've been praying and I've been feeling about a million different things to share. And like normally, Ann took the first one. So I had to move on to the next one. And I kept thinking about Mike and Greg. And I'm like, what in the world? So, you know, I did like any normal person would do. I started over. And <laughs> so... I ended up in Ephesians. I was just reading yesterday, and I was just praying, and I came across Ephesians um, 4.16. It says, For his body has been formed in his image and is closely joined together and constantly connected as one. And every member has been given divine gifts to contribute to the growth of all. And as these gifts operate effectively throughout the whole body, we are built up and made perfect in love. And it actually tied back to Mike and Greg for me. Actually, it tied back to a bunch of you. Um, I started thinking back to when Leanne and I first started coming down here, and we would play basketball and football, what seemed like all the time. And, you know, I was 18 when Leanne and I started coming down here, and we, I, would, it, I would love when Mike Burnett, Mike Persinger, and Greg, and Ron, would, we, we'd play basketball. They'd play basketball with us. And it was just a great time. You know, I'm out there playing with their kids, and they're out there – playing with us and it was just a lot of good memories it was just a lot of fun and I started thinking about growing up and all the awesome moms and dads in this place and um, we're so blessed to have all these people here that create our body I mean I'll say it again we have an amazing group of people here we have an amazing group of moms and dads who love their kids and um, grandkids and but whether they realize it or not, how they acted and how they treated me at that time shaped me as a dad, because that's what my dad was. My dad played with us as you know, as we were we were 14, 15 years old, and we're playing football in the backyard, and there's my dad, the smallest one in the group, still the fastest one in the group, weaving in and out, just doing what my dad does. I mean, you guys know him. He's he's um, well, he's a lot like Kenzie. He bounces off the walls pretty much all the time, and it, it shaped me just in the mindset of, you know, my dad wasn't the only dad like it. When I was a kid, my dad was the only dad that was like that. And he was the only one that would get out there and do that kind of stuff with us. And um, we have such a rich heritage here of mothers and fathers. And we, we not only have mothers and fathers, we have businessmen and we have businesswomen. We have preachers, songwriters, worship leaders. The list goes on. Every one of the people in this place have something that they have to offer. And Bill Johnson shared a story of when him and uh, when he and Benny started at Reading. And their finances weren't great. I mean, Tony even shared a little bit of that. And there was two people in the church. They weren't leaders. They weren't. They were nothing special other than just every day, every every Sunday parishioners, right? But they never lacked for anything. And Bill recognized and honored the fact that this couple had an anointing that he did not yet have, right? He, he didn't have that. They, they were struggling. They were paycheck to paycheck, and it was obviously tight there at the church. And they prayed for him, and his finances, have, their finances have never been the same as, as Bill and Benny and as a group there at Reading. And obviously we see the fruit of that now as – how, how that is transpired throughout the entire city. Sometimes all that is required for us to move forward is to recognize 
an anointing that we don't yet have that sometimes is somebody else's and and it all goes back to honor it all goes back to to recognizing those things um i i mean we have awesome dads like mike and greg are awesome dads um i mean look at jacob and jared and, and haley look at look at ari there's not a little girl in this place love more than what ari is i mean we we have that everywhere in this place um So now I'm going to read that whole verse, that whole scripture. And he has appointed some with grace to be apostles, and some with grace to be prophets, and some with grace to be evangelists, and some with grace to be pastors, and some with grace to be teachers. And their calling is to nurture and prepare all the holy believers to do their own works of ministry. And as they do this, they will enlarge and build up the body of Christ. These grace ministries will function until we all attain oneness into faith until we all experience the fullness of what it means to know the Son of God. And finally, we become one into a perfect man with full dimensions of spiritual maturity and fully developed into the abundance of Christ. And then our immaturity will end. And we will not be easily shaken by trouble nor led astray by novel teachings or the false doctrines of deceivers who teach clever lies. But instead, we will remain strong and always sincere in our love as we express the truth. All our direction and ministries will flow from Christ and lead us deeper into him, the anointed head of his body, the church. For his body, that's us, his body has been formed in his image and is closely joined together and constantly connected as one. And every member, every member, not just Ron and Teresa, not just leadership, not just Josh and Brianna's worship leaders, every member has been given divine gifts to contribute to the growth of all. And these gifts operate effectively throughout the whole body. We are built up and made perfect in love. And so in, in the process of doing this and reading this, I started thinking about r- really all of you. you. You all have something so special to give. I mean, I think about LaVonda, who was thrust into business and became a businesswoman and, and turned that over to Mike and Marty and, you know, I think about just these, I mean, Katie, I've never seen her without a smile on her face, although I did see her without a smile on her face tonight. Today, she was <laughs> head of the back. That was not a smile. But, um, you know, Jacob, he's been, uh, he helped me last week. I'm lifting. I've been lifting again. And, and he helped me. I lifted for years in, in school. And there are things that I didn't know. And he he showed them to me. And he, he had patience with me. And Made me crawl around on his garage floor, and it. it but it, but Jacob's amazing, and um, it. Uh, you each have something to give, right? Um, I actually had a word for you, Jacob, um, during worship, and before you gave your testimony, and it was, and after you gave your testimony, it became even clearer. But the Lord said that 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 the blood pressure was something that with dealing with my dad and blood pressure, you don't get off blood pressure medicine, right? That's not something that, that's the curse they give you is you're not going to get off of it. And just like that is a sign as a miraculous where there was something, let me rephrase that, gather my words here, that it was miraculous, right? It was something that's not supposed to change. You're supposed to be destined to that, right? And I felt like the Lord said that there's promotion coming where there's nothing. There's promotion coming where there does not seem like there's something to go to but that there is promotion that is going to be created just for you because he loves you. And um, so, I mean, 
I could go on and on and on, and I, I might just for a minute. So, you know, we got Mike and Teresa. They're, they're the picture of persistence, right? They've, they've had hard things, and they're the picture of pushing on and moving forward. Um, we got Tony. I love listening to stories about Tony and um, how, how he does these cold calls. And uh, the story was told to me once that he's ne- they've never seen a man get rejected so many times in their life and come back for more. And, and he, he goes and does, it, you know, cold calls. You go in, you offer your services, right, insurance. They tell him no, tell him get out, and he goes to the next one. And what I felt like the Lord was saying about Tony is he's a well digger. He was, continue, he, he was continuing to try and find something even though it wasn't there. And he, and he was digging these wells, and he might just find sand. And so he went to another one, and he went to another one. And now Tony has a successful business a, a, as an insurance man that, that – that is that is provides for him and his family and, and others and you know we we got you know josh and brian who have an awesome business you know they're awesome parents they they do stuff here at the church and you know they are also the picture of persistence you know the hard things in life and being able to move forward we, we have such a rich wealth of people in this place gabe i think about gabe and what i love about gabe is he is about the most consistent person i've ever seen in my life I've never seen him be way high and then way low. I mean, he, this is Gabe. So if, if you're a person, so I say all this to say that there are anointings in this place that are outside of Ron and Teresa, that are outside of Hannah and Trent, Josh and Brian, that are outside of leadership, that if we only recognize there's something for us to have in that. There, there's an anointing that they have that I don't yet have. And when you recognize and when you honor that spirit of God inside of that person, it connects us, right? If you are habitually negative person, right, and you find this person that is always glass half full, you need that. You, I need that anointing. Have that person pray for you. It don't matter who it is. Have that person give you some, right? Financially, I mean, Trent is not scared of much of anything when it comes to stepping out, right? Ups and downs in that as far as business is concerned. There are some people that are scared to death of taking that next step in business. He has an anointing for that. Have him pray for you, right? There, there are things in this place. There's art. I mean, we have art throughout this place. We have TJ. We have Israel. I mean, if there's something that you want to do, we have Heather. If there's something that art-wise that you feel like the Lord's calling you to, but you don't know how to move forward in that, or that you need a little bit more of that anointing, have them pray for you. Not to mention the music we have in this place, right? I mean, we have Zach and Josh and Brian and Ethan and Haley and Michael. And, you know, we, we have these people that are songwriters and musicians and they're anointed in what they do. And that's your desire. Have them pray for you. Because we are to be connected, right? We are to be together. And, and it starts here within this body that we have to recognize what people have. Right? We have to recognize the anointing that the Holy Spirit has. Have you ever watched Patricia with them kids out there? They're amazing. She has grace that, I mean, I have the older ones. I don't have the grace for that younger group. I ain't going to lie to you. There is a grace that flows for her to do that every Sunday that is amazing. We have an amazing group of people. We have an amazing group here that makes us a body. That I am Leanne's hope a lot of times right? I have something that she doesn't. You have something that I don't, but when we stand together, my hope is enough for you, 
Your, your belief for finances is enough for me, right? My belief for kids, you know, obviously, I've been fruitful and I've multiplied. <laughs> but I can have, it's easy for me to have that. It's easy for me to have that faith for you if you want it. Be careful. <laughs> but it's easy for me to have that belief and faith for you, just like that Julie had that faith and belief for Kim, Right? Because I have something that the Lord has given me because of stuff we've walked, stuff that we've walked in that allows the body of Christ to move forward. And this place is chock full of people like that. Everywhere you go, every corner you look around, there's somebody that has something that you need as long as we humble ourselves and recognize that. We have an awesome, awesome group of people here. So I'm going to read that scripture, that last part of my iPad will function one more time. And every member has been given divine gifts to contribute to the growth of all. And these gifts operate effectively throughout the whole body. And we are built up and made perfect in love. And I don't know about you, but I want to be made perfect in love. So today, my, my, my challenge, my um, action plan here is find something. Find someone that has a little piece of anointing that you don't yet have and ask them to pray for you. Rather it's finances, rather it's hope, rather, rather it's positivity, rather it's um, just the persistence like Mike and Teresa have. I mean, I've never met two people that work harder than they do. You know, if you find yourself being able to work hard, if you find yourself being able to um, push past life, there's no two better people to pray for you than Mike and Teresa. You know, there, there is just that in this body. So my challenge today is find those people, reach out to those people, say, you have something in how you carry yourself and how you walk with the Lord that I want, and invite them to pray for you. Kids, young ones, teenagers, this place is amazing in what we have. Don't look outside the walls for something to fulfill something that right inside this place we can be filled. Right inside this place, they, they have an anointing that they can offer you. They have a prayer that they can offer you that will carry you through and push you on to your next goal. So, if you'd stand. Trent, do you have anything? Can I close or you want to do something? Okay. Lord God, I just come before you and I just find myself being very thankful for this group of people that I get to. I've, I've been allowed to grow up around and... and turned into a father and, and then raising my kids with Lord God I thank you for this body and these this wealth this deep well of people that you have um, allowed us to be a part of and I'm just asking right now that Lord God for for those that don't think they have anything to offer I'm asking that you reveal it to them because every person in this place has something to offer someone else in 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 prayer so Lord God I'm just asking that you just reveal that you reveal that thing Lord God that 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 you would just bless that. Lord God, I'm asking that you bless the people today. Lord God, you, you bless Ron and Teresa as they come home later this week. Lord God, and that you would just bless our week in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to this message.